This is the Niles Energy Podcast, episode 347. Three verbs for a seven or higher on IELTS Task 1. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Don't use the same verbs and structures as every band score six student. Today, learn three ways your vocabulary and sentence structure can stand out in writing task one. This podcast has helped thousands of people get the scores they need on IELTS with two new free episodes every week. You get advice on everything IELTS from idioms to academic vocabulary, grammar to pronunciation, and even test strategies for every part of the exam. Don't miss an episode. Hit follow right now. How are you, Jessica? I'm doing fantastic. Oh, my God. Well, I'm freezing, first of all. It's oh, supposed no. to snow again today here. Oh, my gosh. You guys have been getting a lot of snow out there. Is that common in Portland or not so much? Heck no, man. No. When I, I grew up in a super cold, snowy, wintry place. Okay? Oh, really? Like next to Lake Tahoe. Um, mm. And so there's lots of snow there. And when I was 18, I moved to Spain. I was like... I'm not being this cold ever again in the rest of my life. And so, like, when we moved to Portland six years ago, um, it wasn't like this. It's just, like, it's rainy and it's a bit chilly in the winter, but it's not supposed to be like this. Uh-uh. Oh, no. That's that's weird. Yeah. I mean, you purposefully moved to a place that doesn't get snow for a reason. So yeah. I'm sorry you're getting so much snow you're getting ah. dumped on. You definitely would never want to live in Massachusetts or anywhere in the Northeast. I would say oh, that I know. because we get a lot of snow. <laughs> oh, tons of snow. I remember when we were recording once a year ago. Um, I guess it was probably less than a year ago. But anyway, it was winter and there was like like this huge like oomph oomph sound from mm. your end and it was like this avalanche <laughs> of snow falling from a roof and it was so loud that I could hear it in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> and you were you were like, Lindsay, are you there? I know. I was like, <laughs> are you what alive? The heck was that? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm buried under snow. <laughs> but I'm still recording. That's yeah. how dedicated you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so awesome. Okay. Uh, so, guys, IELTS, IELTS, IELTS. We have some very useful um, verbs for you today. <laughs> okay, let's do it. What are we talking about today? Uh, so, in, uh, in writing task one, you guys, it's very easy to just use the be verb in like mm. every sentence, okay? And... So this is a missed opportunity. I, t I use that phrase a lot in working with students on their speaking and writing, like identifying mm. these missed opportunities to work in better vocabulary. Um, yeah. So this is a good example of that. So for example, like 
I see the same sentence structure and the same verb over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, the percentage in Europe was, um, the amount in North America was, the mm-hmm. number of blah, blah, blah was. So, um, like you're, maybe you're using a couple different sentence structures, but you're repeating the same verb. Ooh. So, yeah. So there are some, uh, uh three, ways. And remember, task one is super short. It's only 150 words. You don't have to memorize a lot of impressive vocabulary because these are verbs you could use in every task one. Okay. Okay. Um, so first of all, in, uh, instead of, well, let's just paraphrase this sentence. Um, the, uh, the percentage in Europe was the most substantial. Okay. So there's that. So instead, the the first of all guys the percentage the number the amount it doesn't always have to come as the subject of mm. the sentence and i think that takes away um mm. using the be verb a lot as well so for example we could say europe saw the greatest number or europe saw the most substantial number of a hundred percent in 1992. <laughs> yeah. It seems much easier if we flip that around, uh, to yeah. paraphrase. It seems it's because it feels like it changes the sentence enough that it becomes that we're not going to end up slipping. We're not going to get lazy in our paraphrasing and just repeat the same words. I like that idea. Exactly. Exactly. So a lot of, um, like in our course, for example, when we talk about the sentence structures you need in the different task one essays, um, you know, a lot of it, guys, is just knowing, knowing the pieces, knowing the clauses and being able to move those around, right? Mm-hmm. Being able to take the number clause and use it at the beginning or the middle or the end, just like knowing what is grammatically acceptable to mm-hmm. have flexible grammar. Cause it really is only like a few sentence structures, right? And then yeah. just, just moving those pieces around. And then that satisfies the requirements to, for a seven or higher in grammar. Cause you have enough different sentence structures and you're using them correctly, right? So mm-hmm. like a lot of your sentences will be perfect. So it's yeah. just like learning the pieces. Love that. Okay. Love that. Um, so that's the first thing. Just saying like, um, this country or this product or, you know, whatever the category is. And then the verb see saw the greatest amount. So mm-hmm. also instead of see, you could use the verb experienced. So that Ooh. works perfectly here as well. Europe experienced the greatest, um, increase in 2008 with um, going from a hundred to a million for example. Right. I love it yeah no these are these are great examples I want our listeners to break out a pen and a piece of paper and write these down take notes today guys this is gold. Yeah, for sure. Yes, this is definitely an episode. Any of like our really focused vocabulary or strategy or mm-hmm. like grammar episodes, right? These oh, yeah. are the things you need to take notes on. Um, and not to worry, guys, if you are listening to us uh, while driving or <laughs> maybe at work, then <laughs> right. maybe you <laughs> don't can't take, take a pen. notes. <laughs> yeah. Um, then go back to our website, guys, IELTS.allearsenglish.com in the search bar, search three, four, seven, and you could get all the show notes for this episode. Um, all of this will be there. So if you can't take notes right now, don't worry. It's yeah. there. The information is waiting for you. Got it. <laughs> Perfect. What's our, what's our third example? What else can we do here? 
Hello, wonderful IELTS students. If you are ready to learn exactly how to get high scores in every category of the writing exam and learn the sentence structures and how to use them correctly and impressively, get into our course now, the Three Keys IELTS Success System. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Okay, so here's so here's a, a another way you could flip this around. So keeping the number or amount as the subject, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it's taking a verb and making it more interesting instead of saying b b b was was mm-hmm. was all the time. We could say the greatest number. So this is good for a static graph. We could use it in the change over time by saying the greatest increase, for example. Mm-hmm. So the greatest number belongs to Europe comma, mm. with um, 79% or, you know, whatever the number is. So Okay. So it's saying belonged. Is that the key word there? Exactly. Exactly. Oh. So instead of saying the greatest number was in Europe, say the greatest number belongs to Europe to or Europe. past simple belonged to Europe. So that, like, that's a very high level construction, really. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's great. No, it's, I, I love these three examples, three different ways to change it that are quite different. And I, I would be impressed <laughs> if I were reading that. <laughs> Any examiner guys would be impressed if they saw these three different ways to express numbers because, you know, the examiner is reading uh, this, the, an essay that answers the same question. Maybe they're reading like 20 essays that answer the same question. And in Every single essay, they see the same things. And yeah. so like we encourage you guys, we, right? Like you need to be motivated by standing out. So yeah. this has to do with writing by using interesting verbs. So for example, like um, saying this was a shocking number. Um, some students have looked at this vocabulary and showed an IELTS teacher, right? And the mm-hmm. IELTS teacher is like, that's not appropriate for task one, what then what is? Like what how else are you gonna stand out? Guys, the only way to get high scores for vocabulary in task one is by taking risks with this vocabulary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um using learning these interesting verbs like we gave you today. But also the interesting and unique adverbs and adjectives to describe numbers. This is the only way to stand out in vocabulary. There's no, there's no other way. If you just say, if you just follow whatever IELTS teacher list you're using and just say fluctuation, increase, decrease, Mm -hmm. that's, that's a six. Like that's, it's impossible to get higher. Yeah, it's not going to work. I mean, to get our target score, it requires something a little bit special, a little bit extra, guys, but it's not out of your reach. It just requires that you go a little bit outside of the box and you just prepare in a way that you understand what the examiner is looking for. And that is that they don't want you to sound like everyone else. And then you just go get yourself the tools and then you're on your way to your new life in that new country. Exactly, exactly. So there's, so, um, here's an activity you guys could do, um, for vocabulary to describe numbers. The best place to look for high level native speaker vocabulary for this is in the newspaper. So look at the business section, the finance section of an English language newspaper, of course, mm. um, and fi- discover vocabulary there. All right. 
Put it in your vocab notebook. Um, practice using it in your writing. And if you're unsure about this, for those of you in our course, if you're unsure if this is appropriate or not, post it in the Facebook group. Lindsay yeah. and I will get back to you like mm-hmm. very quickly about yeah. if this is good for the test or not. And if you're not in our course, then you need to find a native speaker or an IELTS professional um, that knows if it's appropriate. So if you're not sure, do ask an IELTS professional. But But other than that, like you need to start building an interesting, unique list now and you need to practice using it. If you don't practice using it, it's not going to magically come out on test day. Right. I mean, you can show up for the exam 10 times using average vocabulary and you still won't get to where you need to be, guys. Right. Average vocabulary and grammar does not get you to that target score. Exactly. (laughs) No matter how many times you take the test. Right. If all you need is like a 5.56, then, you know, you're on your way. But (laughs) the, the information that we give on this show, the, the goals of the lessons in our course, this is for a seven or higher. So, I think if you're listening to this podcast, that's what you want to get to. You don't want to be a six student. That's not yeah. enough to get yeah. into university or to get that job, right? To, to, to get over this IELTS hurdle. Um, mm-hmm. so seven plus guys, that means you need to put in some work yourself. You need to discover some of this native speaker vocab yourself because textbooks and IELTS lists aren't enough. Right. Yeah. And if you want to do it the step-by-step and smart way, you can always get into our course, guys, because we actually do give you the exact words that you can just use. In many cases, many of the vocabulary words that are guaranteed to get you that that'll be special for you. That'll get you that seven or higher. That's the easy way where you get your daily study plan. If you want to do it the hard way, you can go off and search for these on your own. But if you do want to do it the easy (laughs) way, you guys can go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S and get in today. Cool. Yes. And just uh, just as a reminder, guys, like the remember that IELTS is a balanced exam. OK, and you, you do need test practice, but you also need strong overall English. Mm-hmm. All right. So for the students in our course, the study plan Every activity is there for a reason, right? Yeah. Um, like half of it is focused on the test strategies, the skills, the test practice, but the other half, it's still focused on the exam. It's mm-hmm. just allowing you and guiding you to reach that more natural level, to reach, to start getting into the native speaker seven and higher level by discovering this language yourself. All right. So don't skip any activities. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So true. So important. (laughs) Such good advice, Jessica. Thank you for being on the show today. And thanks for letting us know this important tip. It's always important. Oh, my gosh. Always. Every episode is gold. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Very cool. All right. We are out of here for today. We'll be back very, very soon. All right. Sounds good. Enjoy the rest of your week and your weekend, Lindsay. Yeah, you do. Have a good one. (laughs) Great. Bye. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. 
making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.